Hello and welcome to Warner Pacific Insights. I am your host today, Rhonda Velez, and I am joined with Sharam Homani. He is a Senior Director of Operations. He has been at Warner Pacific for nine years and he oversees our trust product. Welcome, Sharam. Thanks, Rhonda. Appreciate it. Yeah, I can't believe it's it's been nine years already. Uh, when I first came over to uh, Warner Pacific, the trust products were only our vision products. And today we have both vision and dental. And we also introduced a new identity theft protection plan as well that we're going to be hopefully talking about this afternoon. Yeah, super excited to hear about that. So before we get into it, can you provide some background on North Ranch Benefits Trust, Insure Benefits and Pathian as a TPA? Yeah, I know that gets a little bit confusing because there's these uh, three different company names that are all involved in our trust. So just to give you a high overview of it, North Ranch Benefit Trust, think of that as kind of like the umbrella. That's our trust. It's a, it's, and it's considered a dry trust, meaning that it doesn't really have any products that it sells itself. It's just a trust that houses all of the carriers that we represent. So within that trust, we have our benefit portfolio, which is insure benefits. Now, insure benefits consists of our vision, our dental products, and our identity theft protection plans. And so that's where the word insure benefits comes from. So the trust is the umbrella. Underneath it is insure benefits. Now, within the trust, we have contracted with Pathian, who is our TPA that uh, handles all of our enrollment and billing for our insure benefits products. So think of it as the carrier takes care of all of the claims and Pathian sends out the bills, updates the membership and collects the premiums from the employer group. So you have this uh, cohesiveness built around this where the the carrier says, I'll take care of the claims because I'm connected to uh, the the doctor's offices electronically. So when you go to the vision provider, they're going to know what your frequency availability is. How often can you get glasses? How often can you get uh, frames? So they're not worried about the claims because it's all done electronically. But Pathian takes care of all of the invoicing and and, and collection of premiums, and then takes those premiums and distributes them amongst the, the carrier, the broker, uh, commissions, and things like that. So Pathian's responsibility basically is to send out the invoices to the employer groups and collect those premiums and then distribute those premiums accordingly. It's a it's a very you know unique system that we have where we have a TPA that does all of the billing and you have a carrier that's taking care of all of the claims. Thank you for that explanation. That really helps clarify some things. I know there always are a lot of questions about what's North Ranch benefits, what's insure benefits, and you gave a great explanation of how that all works together. Thank you. So what is the perfect employer group for this product? Yeah, you know, the the employer groups really that we work with on average are under 10 lives, but we do have some bigger employer groups. And the nice thing about these uh, smaller groups is they're able to provide these uh, big box benefits to these smaller employer groups. So if you're just a, you know, bike shop or you're you're an accounting firm and you only have five or six employees, they may not have the luxury of being able to offer these dental and vision products, uh, you know, beside the medical. So we do have these plans available both in an employer sponsored and voluntary basis. So the employer just has to offer it to their employees. And if they want to choose it and they get those discounted rates 
based on the larger employer groups. And so their employees feel, you know, that they're taken care of at the at the at their employer. And when the time comes, if they're looking at other employers that don't offer those benefits, they may not leave and they may want to stay on board. And, you know, the employer is basically creating a competitive environment for their employees that says, you work for me and I'll take care of you when it comes to your benefits. So I think it's really nice to see those smaller groups being able to offer these big box benefits to their to their small employees. Yeah, that is really nice. Now, um, can I ask you voluntary versus employer sponsored? So a lot of times voluntary rates are slightly higher than an employer sponsored. Is that true with mistrust? We do. Uh, these are now keep in mind, these are plans that are fully insured by the carrier. So we're just representing what the carrier provides. And typically in a in an employer sponsored versus voluntary basis, you're going to see about a 16 percent load uh, placed on the voluntary plans, you know, because when it's employer sponsored, the likelihood of the employer dropping that plan is minimized, uh, whereas an employee who takes it on a voluntary basis, they may, you know, after four or five months say, you know what, I really just don't want that insurance anymore. Um, I just don't use it and they drop it. So the carrier has to protect themselves from that um, in and out uh, basis. So they load it with a 16%. Typically, that's what we're seeing on voluntary versus employer sponsored. Okay. So it would be, it would be beneficial for the broker to really encourage the group to go with employer sponsored if possible, but they have a volunteer, which is great. They do. And, and, you know, these, these rates, sometimes it's low as, you know, seven or $8 for a vision product. Um, So it's, it's, they're very affordable plans that just to create that competitiveness that says, you know, and and they don't have to cover the family. They could offer just employee only and then let the employee buy up to family if they wanted to. So there's all, you know, different options available for them to do that. That's great. Thanks. So let's talk a little bit about minimum participation and contributions and what should our brokers consider with these plans? Yeah, thanks for asking that. So on a, on a, let's start with the voluntary plans. The voluntary plans are very, um, very flexible, if you will. So on our VSP voluntary plans, it can go down to one. I mean, if you have a pool of 10 employees and only one of them wants it, great. Offer them the voluntary plan. So you have one minimum participation on the voluntary VSP. And then when you look at the dental plans, uh, the voluntary side for our Humana products, it goes down to two. So you need to have a minimum of two enrollees for our Humana product. And then Delta Dental is a minimum of three. And I forgot to mention, we also have Emeritus, who's our other dental carrier, and they actually go down to one as well. So if you look at the Dental carriers, we have three three to choose from. Emeritus, who goes down to one. Humana, who goes down to two. And then you have Delta Dental, who goes down to three minimum enrollments. Now, when it comes to contribution, if they're going to be on the employer-sponsored, we ask that they are going to have 100% employer contribution or match to the, whatever the medical is. And, and it's really on an honor system. We, we're asking the employer group to say, whoever you have on the uh, medical really needs to be on the dental as well. We don't check for records. We don't ask for any payroll records to see their medical uh, premiums. 
we do ask them to, you know, check off a box and they're going to basically sign the employer app that says this matches our medical. And we can match to their same anniversary date as their medical. So when they go through open enrollment, they can have the same open enrollment as, as their medical. Makes it a lot easier to do those enrollment meetings. Great. Thank you so much. And I love that Emeritus goes down to one because there always seems to be a where one person wants dental uh, or you know, vision and they're not able to do it. So that's awesome. Um, so you mentioned Papian is a TPA for insured benefits. We know that normally TPAs have some sort of admin fee or cost that's associated with it. So we talk a little bit about that. And then also, what will the employers groups gain by working with Papian? Yeah, those questions go right together because as as a TPA, we do have a admin fee that is charged to the employer group. Now, for a group that's uh, that's taking any of our inshore products, it's fifteen dollars for an admin fee. Now, that the good thing about that admin fee though is if they take a vision product and a dental product, it's the same admin fee is included. It's not fifteen dollars for vision and fifteen dollars for dental. That one fifteen dollar covers both. And so the employer benefits from this because they're going to get one consolidated bill that has each employee listed with each of the plans that they wanted. So like I mentioned before, on a voluntary basis, let's say you have five employees who chose vision only and you have five employees who chose vision and dental. You're going to see that clearly laid out in our in, uh, on the consolidated bill that shows who took vision, who took dental, and the total premiums associated with each. And then you're going to see one $15 admin fee as a line item. So we're completely transparent. We don't try to you know hide anything in there. We want to show you that here are the premiums for each employees, and here's the admin fee. And that consolidated bill, uh, there are companies out there that you know, charge for that as well. And in our case, we're, we, we do have that admin fee. So I guess in a way we are charging for it too, but it's again, no matter how many products you have with us, it's the same admin fee. So you could have a vision, a dental, and you could even have that identity protection plan and it'll still be uh, included in that $15. Yeah, that's great. And I think consolidated billing always makes it easier, easy for the employer so that is always yeah. a benefit. Single point of contact. I mean, if you have if you have a, a person that leaves your company and they have these three products, well, with InShort, you just have to call one area or send an email to that service team to say, you know what, Sharam's no longer with that company. Go ahead and remove them. We're gonna let we're gonna do the part of notifying the carriers. And we don't do that with a phone call. We do that electronically through a data feed that we send to the carrier. Every month they get a new data file. And depending on the carrier, sometimes they want it uh, on a daily basis uh, or a weekly basis. So depending on who they are, we do uh, match up with that as well. That's terrific, thanks. So I saw an announcement regarding Norton LifeLock and I just have to say that this was so exciting for me personally because I have had identity theft happen to me before and it is a total complete nightmare. So I definitely use this benefit. Um, so can you please tell our listeners a little bit more about our relationship with Norton LifeLock? Yeah, we are super excited about that relationship as well. You know, this is a... a typically a non-traditional employer benefit, right, that's coming out there. But we're seeing more and more benefit employers choosing this benefit because just of the times that we're in. 
So the Norton LifeLog plan is a simple plan. We have two programs available from them, uh, which is their Essential and their Premier. And there's slight differences between the programs that they have, but for the most part, they offer very com comprehensive uh, coverage, uh, identity theft protection, device security, so your, your tablets and your phone and your computer, you could sign those up for all these viruses and spyware protection. They have parental control included. So parental control for your loved ones at home, uh, helping your kids, you know, have a, a better web experience. So that that's included in all of our plans. And of course, the privacy monitoring that is out there as well. So with these programs, the essential, uh, just if I highlight just one difference, for example, you have the essential that goes to one credit bureau, whereas you have the premier that goes to three credit bureaus. So all of that, it just depends on what level of coverage you're looking for. And the price, uh, it, on the employer sponsored, for example, for an employee only, it's around $4. So as an employer group, you could cover your employee for as little as $4. And if they want to upgrade to a family coverage, they can do that as well. And so we, we allow the employee to buy up. So it's $4 for the employee only, and then $6 if they wanted to buy up to their family. So it's very affordable. Um, these programs, gosh, they cover the dark web. Sometimes I get these uh, as a member of this program. I even get alerts on my phone that says this one random company that you that you did business with uh, a while ago has been compromised and your password was identified on the dark web. And so, you know, sometimes we uh, go to these one sites for one purchase and you have to make a username and password. Well, if you use that password that you normally use for your banking, and now that password is on the dark web, that it's, it's pretty scary stuff to have your, your passwords out there. And the criminals love to take that information and they sell it to other criminals and they they that's when hacking gets involved and that's when they your your bank account gets compromised so so much of that is around you know making sure you change your password but with Norton LifeLock you get these alerts uh, real time so uh, <laughs> just as an example we were sitting at the bank uh, going for getting a, a loan and immediately when the when the a uh, person behind the counter said, hey, I'm going to run your credit right now. I mean, within seconds, I received a text alert and my wife looked at me. She goes, you got that text alert just now? And it's like, that's so nice to know that Norton LifeLock is looking out for your benefits. So that's available to employers uh, to offer to their employees. Super affordable. And we're, we're really excited to have that uh, plan uh, on board with Insure Benefits. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I had um, a text message come across when I, it was actually somebody who was trying to compromise my credit and I got a text message and I was able to get that resolved really quickly. So they are amazing when it comes to customer service as well. And so I think this is such a great benefit that we've added to um, our insure benefits. So I have... Uh, one last question, which is about VSP. So I have VSP for my family through Insure, and we definitely use the benefit. Everybody uses glasses here. And I think with being online now too, um, 
you know, even those blue blocker glasses are very helpful in saving our our eyes and long term. So can you explain to us um, in network and out of network when it comes to vision providers? Yeah, VSP is is a huge provider out there, and they have uh, thousands of of uh, provider networks uh, that are in network that they uh, they offer. VSP um, one of their benefits is that they promote. Uh, doctor access. So having you actually go to an optometrist office uh, to to get your vision checked, they're not in too many big box stores. So uh, the likes of lens crafters and uh, these other larger uh, optical providers, uh, VSP does not participate with them. They want you to go to your local uh, VSP uh, provider. And I think they're at around 81,000 access points uh, the last time I checked. So there's definitely a big selection of providers out there. But the biggest uh, misnomer about VSP is, you know, a lot of these places, uh, eye providers, they tend to put the VSP logo in their window. And it, it puts a false sense out there for members who are walking by and they see that VSP logo, uh, let's say at a local uh, Target or uh, any any sh- place that you shop at that also has a opt- optometry in their uh, location. They will take VSP, right? Anyone will take VSP because they are a known insurance company. However, they're not going to get the benefits of an in-network provider versus going to uh, the, the, the they're going to be considered out of network as opposed to going to an in-network provider. So, you know, just to give you an example, like our vision products come with, for example, a $160 uh, allowance for frames. Um, if you go to a non-participating fr- uh, optometry office, you're going to get $70. So not only are you paying for this benefit as a voluntary or your employer is covering that, but that $160 does not apply to an uh, out-of-network office. You're only going to get $70. So we all know in-network, out-of-network is always going to be better, but sometimes the, the customer may not necessarily know because they think they saw the VSP logo in that window and they feel good. But then when they get their benefit, it's a dramatically lower benefit than if they went to a network provider. VSP makes it super easy to go on their website. Uh, as soon as you go to VSP.com, right there, a very clear on their website, it says search for providers in your area. You put in your zip code and the radius that you want to look for the, um, opt, uh, the, the vision provider, and it will give you a list that you can print out and then on your time, you can go check them out and see who's closest to you, who has the better selection of frames. They also have premier uh, access points where they have the larger frame selections. So, and this is available to all of our uh, brokers, you know, within our tri-states in California, Colorado, and Texas. So we encourage everyone to go out there and take a look at our VSP products. I think, you know, especially like you said, going down to one uh, employee on our voluntary plans is is a very flexible benefit that we offer. And we're excited that VSP partnered with us to be able to offer that level of coverage for our, uh, our, our brokers and employer groups. 
Thank you so much, Sharam, for sharing everything about insure benefits. And make sure to stay tuned next month because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And we are going to be having a lot of conversations about EAP programs or teledoc programs. We also are going to be bringing someone on who will be talking to us about breathing techniques that we can um, use to help calm us down when we are feeling anxious or have anxiety. So we hope you join us in May for our Mental Health Awareness Month. Bye, Bye.